Just a heads up, this is a feel-good podcast, but we do talk about some mental health issues. So remember, if you or a mate needs help, please call Lifeline on 13 11 14 and check out our show notes for more helpful resources. Hey there, you're listening to Good Talk Great Mate, a podcast made by young people for young people. Come join us for a chat on the banks of the Namoi River. So sit back and relax, your mental break starts now. Away to trend. Oh, yes, he'll score a try on his birthday. <laughs> and a smile says it all. Nice present. Hello and welcome to the Good Talk Great Mate podcast. My name is Mackenzie Jones and my mate on the other mic is Caitlin Coote-Smith and we're recording this episode at the 2Max FM studios on Camilla Road Country. And today we are pinching ourselves and each other because we can't believe NRL star Braden Trindle, who was born in our hometown of Wee War, is going to be on the pod. That's right. Braden's just been signed over with the Cronulla Sharks until the end of 2025. He's been circling with the Sharks since 2020 when he was just 18. A danger for his opposition on the field and dubbed a player of confidence and ability. A competent goal kicker, clever running halfback and stout defender who has a big future ahead of him. And he's a good guy too. Returning to the Weewa region recently during the floods to lift spirits and inspire young kids to work hard and chase their dreams. As a proud Camilleroy man, Braden, you said the Indigenous round will always be your favourite, as is where your career began and a round where you can proudly represent your people, culture and family through your jersey. You are living proof a kid from a small country town can go on to achieve gigantic things. We'd like to warmly welcome you to the podcast. Braden, being the legend that he is, has just jumped off the training field to come talk to us. And I'd like to ask him his first question. What's the secret to your amazing success? Thanks for having me. Um, I think it's just having um, some good family support around me. Yeah, they pushed me to, to where I've gotten so far and, yeah, I can't thank them enough. That's great. That's nice to hear. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> when you were 12, you moved from Wee War to Caboolture to assist your dreams of playing first grade. How did this transition affect you and do you believe that to be successful, a small town kid has to move away to the big smoke, even if they want to return home at some point? Um, yeah, I moved away because there wasn't really much going on for me and we were at the time so um yeah I wasn't doing very good at school and um yeah I just thought oh my, my mum thought really that I needed a bit of a change so um yeah I, I thought it was a bit of a like being a young kid I thought it was much like more like a holiday kind of thing at first and then yeah a couple months in it started kicking in that I'm not seeing my, my family around so um yeah I had to get used to it pretty quickly but um yeah I think it was probably the best uh, option for me at that time to, to move away and kind of chase and um, yeah, chase my dreams in a, in a different state uh, to my family. So, um, yeah, I think it was it was good. And I, I don't think that you necessarily have to move away to be chasing your dreams. But, um, yeah, I think you just need to be putting in the hard yards. And uh, moving away uh, was, was the best decision to um, for me to be putting in the hard yards. So I just thought at the time around my family and stuff, I was all right. I could just be cruisy. But, um, yeah, moving away was the best thing for me to, um, yeah, really knuckle down and, and put my head down for things. Yeah. I suppose it, like, gives you a different sense of yourself and a different perspective on yourself and who you are as an individual and what you can achieve. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, definitely. In State of Origin, do you go for New South Wales or Queensland? <laughs> um, I go for Queensland. <laughs> oh, same! <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I cop a, a fair bit. Um, 
yeah, for we all do. Queensland, but, <laughs> yeah, but being born in, in Weewar, so um, yeah, yeah, I'm a I'm a Queenslander though. <laughs> I don't understand those people. <laughs> I don't yeah, understand those people. Nah, it's, yeah, touchy subject. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, as a follow up question, we read in a newspaper article that said at school in Weewar your grades were slipping and you were in a class with a lot of relatives. Um, what would your advice be to a young person whose grades are slipping and they're going off track? I think, um, yeah, just trying to not to have, have fun at school, but have, um, yeah, not too much fun and make sure you got to like get some good grades in school. Cause <laughs> when you're, when you're young, you think it's, that's all right. I've got time or whatever, but it all goes so fast. And by the time you're finished, um, if you're not worrying about yourself and your grades, like you, you, you might be left behind, you know? So, because, um, yeah, at the time, you're not worrying about them. Someone else and all, all, everyone else in the class could be worrying about theirs, but you just don't even know. So, And by the end of it, the, the results come and stuff, and you, you're the one that's been left behind. So I think it's really important to um, knuckle down and make sure you're getting your stuff done. So, yeah. Um, besides that, how was your time at Weewall, like schooling-wise? No, it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, but, you know, <laughs> as you get in high school, you need to start focusing on on what needs to be done and I don't think I was doing that and my mum could see that as well so but I, I had fun um playing footy and, and enjoying my time with my cousins and and good mates but um it's not really what school's about it's about uh going to school and, and learning as much as you can to set yourself up for the future so um yeah no it was good though but I just I, I didn't do too well <laughs> that's all right um well you're certainly on the right track now and we've got some audio to play you that we're hoping that you can hear, courtesy of NRL news site. Make a lot of difference. Ah! Away to Trent. Oh, yes, he'll score a try on his birthday. <laughs> and the smile says it all. Nice present. With so much pressure. Obviously, that was definitely a good moment for you. Uh, how special was it scoring your first NRL try on your birthday? No, it was good. Yeah, I was, I was kind of hoping before the game that I'd get over the line and score one. And, um, yeah, to do it on my birthday was, was a special one. Yeah, my mum my mom didn't make it there, but um, she kind of did some things behind the scene and got a birthday cake delivered into the sheds after the game and stuff like that. So, no, nah, it was a special day, that one. Obviously, you just touched on your mum not being there. Um, did you have any other family members there and was there a big celebration? Um, no, I don't think so. I think it was, that was around um, around COVID that, at that time, but... um. Yeah, I had, had the support from all my teammates and, and the coaching staff. And, yeah, I think we had a bit of a celebration after that night. Yeah. <laughs> There's 25 rounds in the NRL and more than often you'll see the regular fans turn up game after game. How does their support make you feel? And how does it feel seeing people from Weewar turn up to support your success? No, nah, it's awesome. Um, especially the game that was played in um, Tamworth there against the Tigers. There's plenty of people from Weewar there and... Um, yeah, just seeing all their faces smiling and cheering for me. And um, yeah, it was it was a special moment. And yeah, I really loved that. And to, um, yeah, see them after the game and, you know, kind of sign some things and get some pictures, uh, it was awesome. Yeah, it's nice to hear. You came back to Weewall in October of last year to attend and take part in the Weewall Panthers Junior Award presentation, as well as play a few games of footy with the kids in support of the Aboriginal Land Council's Tracks event. What does coming back home mean to you? And did you see any future footy stars like yourself while you were here? Yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, just seeing the, the smiles on the kids' faces and even the parents just enjoying themselves. Yeah, it was really special to me. And I've always wanted to, you know, get back and 
and do that with the community. And, and it's just been a bit tough the last couple of years, but um, yeah, I finally got back and, you know, to, to, to run around and play a bit of footy and even the local um, police officer came down and had a run. So <laughs> it was, um, yeah, it was a good time and I really enjoyed it. And um, yeah, there wasn't much of that from when I was, while I was coming through there uh, as a kid. So I've just always wanted to do that when I grow up and, you know, give back to the community. Does it feel good knowing that local kids look up to you as a role model? Yeah, yeah, no, it means the world to me and that's kind of a big thing to me and I want to give back to those kids and, you know, show them that um, there's people out there that care and, and want them to do well. So, um, yeah, I find it so so amazing to do it. Um, speaking of influential people in your life, who was your role model growing up? Um, I just think, yeah, from being from Weewall, there was – uh, I had plenty of cousins that were always playing footy, um, like the Josh Trindles, the Justin Knights. Um, yeah, my older cousins. Um, and I just, I, I love watching them play every weekend. And I used to just try and, you know, hang out with them all the time as much as I could and just learn as much as I could about, you know, what I could. And, um, yeah, I just, they were the biggest role models for me as a kid coming up. So, um, yeah, they, they're the ones that really pushed me and, and um, inspired me to do better in footy. And, yeah my hats off to them so yeah there um obviously as you know Jamie Lyon is from Weewar as well yeah um he would have been playing in Parramatta and went to Manly around the time that you were growing up um did he have a impact on who you are today um yes and no um I always knew he was from Weewar and and my old man used to tell me stories about him playing uh touch footy in the park with him so um, yeah, I've always, I always wanted to be like, um, you know, the next one to come out of WeWo and he's, um, he's inspired me to do that as well. And, and, um, he's had an amazing career. He's a great player. And, um, yeah, I always get the comments like, Oh, like, where are you from? And is that Jamie Lyon country? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's, that's good to be recognized for that as well. So, um, yeah, Jamie, as I said, Jamie's had an awesome career and, and, um, yeah, I love hearing those comments and, and having a chat with people that want to know about it. Yeah. You're a proud Camillo man who made your NRL debut in July of 2020 during the Indigenous round. A bit under two years later, you, alongside your cousin Will Kennedy, were selected to face the Maori All-Stars and represent your Indigenous heritage. How has your culture and hometown grounded you and encouraged your passion for football? Um, yeah, I just don't think I would be who I am today without my, my hometown and the people I grew up with there. So, um, yeah, it's they, they play a big part in what I've um, kind of come to and, and well, I wouldn't be the same person I am uh, without my hometown, so I can't thank them enough. And that's why I kind of give back and want to give back to the community and, um, yeah, show them that I really care and appreciate them. That's great. How do you maintain a footy life balance and how does this reflect on your own mental health? What strategies do you use to keep yourself grounded? I think just... Um, checking in with um, your mates all the time and for me um, helping helping people out and and um, making sure people are right I get the best kind of benefit out of that and it makes my mental health state feel like I'm, I'm doing better and um, yeah so I always try and help people out and check them check them on mates and they do the same for me and um, yeah I think that helps really helps my state of mind and I'm um, just making sure I get in touch with my family all the time and making sure they're, they're doing okay as well and, um, yeah, I think that's what keeps me grounded and kind of balances, uh, balances it out for me. I think that's really good because everyone, everyone's in their own little bubble and their own little worries are 
alongside them, tag along with them every day. So it's good yeah. to check in on and them. And to share makes it easier as well. Yeah, 100%. And, um, yeah, everyone's always up for a chat. And it doesn't hurt to take five minutes out of your day to see if someone's doing all right. So, yeah, and, and, and you get a good um, kick out of it as well. So, yeah, I really like doing that. Yeah, good lesson learned. Do you connect a lot with other players from different teams? Like is there a certain person that isn't from the Sharks that you're really good mates with? I think there's a couple. Pretty uh, pretty close to Tyrell Sloan here. Uh, uh, he, as in I'm in Wollongong at the moment on camp and he's just down the road. So, um, yeah, he's he's a pretty close friend of mine. And, um, yeah, there's a couple of boys that I'd, I'd also hang out with, um, like Dane Laurie and, and a few boys from um, – yeah, the the Tigers at the yep. moment, and um, yeah, just I think that's just more because we've seen each other in the All Stars camps and things like that, and yeah, we've just gotten close through those times. So I think yeah, it just makes us friends outside of it. Very good, Morning. Yeah, you play halfback for the Sharkies. What's so appealing about that position for you? Um, I think yeah, just growing up, I've I've had cousins. Um, playing in that position and I've always wanted to play in that position uh, from a young age. I uh, just like, um, yeah, doing the crafty stuff and kicking goals and, you know, setting up tries and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I've just always loved, loved that position and yeah. Um, yeah, I really love it. Yeah. Um, other stars such as Mitch Moses, Ben Hunt and Jackson Hastings also own that position. Um, what do you think makes you stand out from players like them? Um, I think I've just got, um, yeah, different elements to my game that are, pretty uh different to them and i just think that um yeah i've just i just play a whole different game to those guys the same like kind of structurally but i just kind of do my own thing and make a little spin to it so i think that's why i'm a bit different to them that's great uh you're only 23 and relatively new to the football stage obviously in the nrl there are a lot of greats such as andrew johns and Braddy fitler that have paved the way for current footy stars like you to look up to and achieve um can you recall a specific pinch me moment when you've thought I've made it, I think on my on my debut against uh, the Broncos, um, yeah, I grew up supporting the Broncos, so um, that was a good round to uh, kind of verse those guys. And yeah, it was Indigenous round as well, and I had all my family there. They just made it there that that day or that night, and um, yeah, I made some good friends in Queensland, and then the game was in Queensland, so they could all come as well. And just after after the game, I just saw them all there smiling and you know, cheering for me. So that was a kind of a, uh, probably the best pinch me moment. Yeah. I've seen, um, I think you would have too, photos like Jason Lane, what your mum put up on Facebook or whatever else. Yeah. It looked like a pretty surreal moment. <laughs> yeah, it was really special that night. So carrying on with your Indigenous heritage and where you're from, we recently completed a mental health first aid course and it was brought to our attention the worrying statistics about mental health of Indigenous people. What do you think can be done to improve the stats and help people in need? Um, well, I'm, I'm starting, I almost finished actually, um, my diploma in counselling. So, um, yeah, I think um, some more people like kind of myself with, with a bit of a platform um, can be like working with some people that are in need of help and um, that's what I've always wanted to do. So I think I've almost finished that and there's a few boys here from the club as well um, almost finishing that. So I think, yeah, just... For myself, just to use my platform that I've kind of um, kind of got now to to you know uh, come into these people's lives and kind of help them out. I think that's that's going to be a big part in um, making a change. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. Like what you said about um, how you've nearly nearly finished your diploma in counselling. There's a lot of people yeah. 
especially in the NRL world, that go on and study like bachelors and diplomas and certificates and different things. And how do you balance a professional football career with studying? Um, well, it's really good here in the NRL at the moment because, um, yeah, when you're when you're a young kid coming through, they've they've got this thing where you've got to uh, work or study. Oh yeah. And um, so they they each week or every couple of months they come out with um, some new courses and, and um, your certificates that that um, we might want to like do. And um, as soon as that uh, diploma and counselling one came along, I think yeah, six or seven of us just jumped straight at it mm-hmm. because. We all come from like the same kind of kind of place, and we've seen it all. And we want to kind of um, give back and and help the help the kids and and people in need in our community. So yeah, we jump straight at that opportunity. You're obviously very big role models, so I think that would be very beneficial to little kids. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I can't yeah. wait to finish it. So, <laughs> um, what do you think are some of the biggest issues facing young people, and what would your main messages be to a person? struggling to stay positive and in particular a young Indigenous person? Um, I think just um, hanging around wrong crowds at the moment because you don't realise but it gets you in a lot of trouble and um, especially young Indigenous kids, they just they just love hanging out and one thing leads to another and you get into a bit of mischief, mischief or whatever. But, um, yeah, but for me, I think, yeah, just putting yourself around some good people and... Um, You'll, you'll always have those people if, if they're genuine and good for you. And um, I think that's, yeah, like a bit of an advice for me is to, you know, put yourself around good people that want to do good. Yeah. What places do you think um, younger kids that are struggling with their mental health would benefit from? I think just the um, PCYCs and the youth centres that are around. Um, yeah, people put a lot of time into that and volunteer for those things. So I think, um, yeah, it's good to turn up and, there's plenty of kids that, that go in and enjoy themselves there. So I think that's, yeah, one of the good places to be. Yeah. Now, we like to regularly do like icebreaker questions with our guests to calm the mood and allow for ourselves to relax. Yep. Um, look, we're being honest. Me and Caitlin um, are pretty mad and aggressive footy fans ourselves. Um, she goes for South and I go for Parramatta. Um, yep. However, we're going to steer away from footy for this one. What do you do to relax on your day off? A few of us boys like fishing and I was a big... Uh, a big fishing guy when I was living in Weewar and um, it's a bit different in the ocean down here. But, um, yeah, I just love to go fishing and hanging out at the beach, play a bit of golf. Um, yeah, just relaxes me on my days off. Um, how intense is your training, especially for the training camp that you're at now? Uh, yeah, it's really intense. Uh, there's about 30, uh, 30-odd players here um, pushing for spots and, and uh, wanting to be in the team, so... Uh, yeah, it's not easy. So when you when you get here, you got to you know knuckle down and rip in. So it's it's pretty tough. But um, yeah, it's it's all for good for a good cause. And and um, once you get through this, it's it's a it's a great year to be a part of. And being in the NRL, it's it's probably one of the best things uh, or best jobs yep. <laughs> in the world at the moment. So um, yeah, I really love it, and I I enjoy it. Um, I just I. It's training. The training's hard, but I, I look at the uh, little things and, and try and enjoy those. Is there uh, much of a difference between your on-season and off-season training? Yeah, the um, off-season trainings, you know, like <laughs> they, they take it a hell and they take it a hell and back here. But um, yeah, once you get through it um, and you're into the footy stages of the year, um, yeah, it's the best ever. So 
I really, I really enjoy it. Keep you fit. Yeah. Um, yeah, hundred percent. How do you feel about the Panthers winning the premiership the past couple of years? Can you be quiet? This no. is a thing that we don't talk I feel about. Very strongly about this. <laughs> <laughs> nah, like um, they they put in the work, and mm. I think they really deserve it. Um, they've changed the last last three years. They've changed their club around, and um, yeah, they're they're a strong team to come up against. So. Um, it's and it's pushing everyone else to do better. So I think, um, yeah, the Panthers—they deserve what they're what they're doing at the moment. As much Very as I, yeah. <laughs> as much as I hate to say it, um, Ivan Cleary's skills and um, what he brings to the club, especially in the last two weeks leading up to the grand final, you could see a very sudden switch in the team and how they play. Obviously, poor Eels. <laughs> but um. <laughs> no, I think- He's a yeah, good. The, he's a very good coach. He knows what he's doing. Mm. Yeah, the Panthers—they're so well drilled, and everyone knows what they're doing. So they're hard to crack. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah when you come up against, so. Hopefully, one day they will. One year they will. One year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, hopefully this is the year. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a footy player and you play for a specific team, are you allowed to go for another team? Do you have to go for the team that you play for? Yeah, I'm not too sure on that one. Is um. Yeah, I grew up, as I said, I grew up supporting the Broncos and then, um, yeah, playing for the Sharks now. So <laughs> uh, it's a bit, of a bit of a weird one. I think um, the Sharks would have to go to the top of my top of my list, but I'll, I'll have a uh, soft spot for the Broncos, I think, all, all the time. <laughs> okay. um, is there a specific player or team that you look forward to playing against every year? Not, not necessarily, no. Uh, I just think... We should be um, playing some good footy throughout the year, and, and we don't really look at uh, who, who what teams to come up against or anything like that. I think we just um, it was, we just want to focus on ourselves here at the Sharks and put in our best performance each, each week. So um, yeah, I think I don't really think too much into that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, as we said, congratulations before for being selected for the Indigenous All Stars. No, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Can you tell us a bit about how that made you feel when you knew you got selected? Uh, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a dream come true. Um, I've always wanted to play for him as a kid and I was always attending those games. And, um, yeah, just to, to run out and, you know, do the war cry and come up against uh, a Maori side like that, um, yeah, it was, it was a dream come true. And just being uh, around some boys um, that really know my culture as well during the week, uh, it was really special. That's great. Is there anything else that you would like to add about encouraging young people to chase their dreams? Yeah, just I think just it's a cliche, but whatever you put your mind to, I think you can achieve. Just yeah, to aim high, and I think um, yeah, just when you aim high, the and just have um, so many options available. Just just keep your you know don't put so many eggs in one basket. Just keep your options open, and just find some things that you really enjoy, and you never know what you could achieve. You know. Yeah, so. that's really inspiring to hear. Before we go, would you like to say hello or thank anyone in WeWo? Uh, I just thank uh, the community for all the support. Uh, it doesn't go unnoticed. And, um, yeah, I really appreciate it. There's, um, yeah, hopefully another big year for me this year. So, yeah, I hope to see them uh, at some games. And, um, yeah, I love them and miss them all. <laughs> Thank you, Brayden, for joining us today. We love listening to you talk about your extraordinary footy career and your wise words in regards to mental health of Indigenous Australians. You're listening to Good Talk, Great Mate. Thank you very much. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to the Good Talk, Great Mate podcast. 
This podcast is proudly supported by the Narrabri Shire Council and funded by the New South Wales Government. If you or a mate needs help, please call Lifeline on 13 11 14 and check out our show notes for more helpful resources. If you found this episode helpful, feel free to leave a comment or share it with a friend. Don't forget to subscribe and follow our socials to make sure you don't miss the next one. Catch you next time.